Welcome to Living Water Radio. Today we're going to talk about the presence of God in the suffering of this pandemic. We're going to look at Psalm 139. The book of Psalms is right around the middle of your Bible. We'll be looking at Psalm 139 verses 7 through 12. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is the United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I graduated from St. Olaf College in Northfield, Minnesota, and Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary in Berkeley, California. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and San Dimas, California for over 40 years. I worked a variety of blue-collar summer jobs in college and seminary, served in the Marine Corps, played drums in jazz bands through college and seminary and a little beyond, and was a competitive master's swimmer on a team before the pandemic. Today, doing gardening and landscape maintenance is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. We're at a point now in the coronavirus pandemic where it seems like the virus may have mutated into another form. We are also hearing a bewildering array of promising treatments involving new drugs and old, genetic manipulation, clinical trials, and over 100 vaccine possibilities, some of which are said to be coming in December or maybe next year. Governments at every level are laying plans for reopenings, and you and I are trying to make the best decisions for when to resume regular human commerce. We're told that there may be food shortages in the short term as workers in processing plants become ill. Wendy's hamburger chain used to run a very popular, today we would call it viral, TV commercial, in which three, commercial, three customers examine a competitor's burger and ask, where's the beef? This week, we found out that Wendy's is removing menu items made with beef in some locations because of a shortage. And Costco has, in some areas, been rationing meat temporarily to three items to avoid panic buying. Three items at Costco would be like 25 pounds of hamburger, 20 pounds of ribs, and 37 pounds of chicken, right? So come on. We're also at a time when some people question the goodness of God and God's power to heal everybody. Actually, every time is a time like that. Do you remember the Where's Waldo books for young people that came out in the late 80s? They were cartoon drawings of crowds in various settings. The game was to try to find Waldo, a guy in jeans and red and white striped beanie and shirt, somewhere in the picture. I saw a meme a while back that showed a Where's Waldo type of drawing, only with just five people in a large field, one of whom was Waldo. It was captioned, Where's Waldo? Social Distancing Edition. I thought about all of this when I read an article by John Kasich, published in USA Today. That name might sound familiar to you. John Kasich is the former governor of Ohio who ran for president in 2016. He wrote about how he had come to struggle with his faith at the sudden death of his parents and what he had learned in the 30 years since. Now, in light of the global suffering and fear unleashed by the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, and the comments of his friends, he was struggling again. And he writes how, in that struggle, he was led to realize that his faith had been there all along, and he experienced a renewal of his faith. Isn't that the way with God? 
we get busy, we have responsibilities, the world looks different, and there's no place for God there. We go about our business. We're good people. God no longer plays a, the role that he did, but then nothing bad happens to us. Our lives go on as they were, pretty much the same. And then something bad does happen to us, and we question whether we ever did believe in God, or we return to the Lord our God and remember what had been real and is again. Sally and I have seen this again and again as pastors in local churches. I have come to think that suffering is like an amplifier in many people. When suffering comes, it amplifies the current state of our faith, either active or inactive. Has that ever happened to you or to someone you know? And when the clutter does go away, we see that God is right there, clearly, like finding Waldo in a field with four other people. Sometimes, when we return, we realize that, though our experience of God changes, God never changes. In the Bible's book of Psalms, right about in the middle of your Bible, the 139th Psalm, we read beginning at verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for the darkness is as light to you. The psalmist reminds us that God does not let us go. Even when we are unfaithful, when we let go of the relationship with God, God remains faithful. The inside door of the food pantry in uh, the church I served in Compton had a sign that read, If you feel far from God, guess who moved? We don't have to guess. John Kasich went to see a priest friend to talk about his fears and anxiety during these times. The priest thought for a moment and said, It's normal for us to be afraid, John. We're born to live, not to die. So our focus should be on living, not dying. We're born to live, not to die. We were created for a living relationship with a living God. We messed up that relationship. We continue to mess it up, and that's how evil enters the world. But God keeps seeking us. God entered into human experience for us, suffered for us, and died for us. Why do some people get more religious when things uh, go bad in their lives than when they go well? Because when things are going well, we don't think we need God. That's why things fall apart. Not because God is punishing us like naughty children, but because we remove ourselves from God. We get busy, we forget God. But this is a time, if we are not on the front lines, that we can step back, reconsider our lives, and reconnect with God. And if we are on the front lines, we find that God is with us there too. That's when we find that God hasn't left us, that God has been there all the time. Find a mature Christian who you admire. Find your trusted Christian friend. Talk with them. Ask questions. Learn from their experience over time, good times and bad. And then have a long talk with God. Or a short one. It doesn't matter. Open your heart. You will find that God is there and has been there all along. 
We have been given a living relationship with the living God by God, one that assures us that God will never leave us, that we are still loved and saved by God's unearned love, that we belong to a corporate reality, the body of Christ, the whole Christian church on earth, all of us together seeking to love God and serve our neighbor. That is what sustains and will sustain us through this pandemic, knowing whose we are, sustained by the nourishment that comes through Jesus Christ, producing in us the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the streams of living water. Today, let's remember to pray for those struggling with the fires in California and the storms on the East Coast. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com and we'll send it to you. Put your prayer requests in the comment section and we'll include them next time. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your hearts to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who alone gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend or family member. Google it. Do some research. Look around. Phone the pastor. When you have one, Go in or tune in to the worship services they have currently available for you and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google your local hotline or the national ones. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly, avoid crowds, and be outside if you have to be in one. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, including those who sacrifice their security to provide for yours and for those you are sheltering with in isolation. That's it. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people in the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. 